you turn a light on to something that they didn't want to see now that's revealed that they don't know what to do with or yeah. want to do with it or that they can do anything about it yeah that's the thing that i think it's almost like if you have maggots in your basement but you know nothing about houses and you don't you have to redo the entire foundation right. but yet you have no idea how to and and you don't even know if you can mm. and yet you're you come in and you're like hey by the way there's maggots. It's yeah. like you just wanted to ignore it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a next level. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself and one world-class guest to help you get there. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of The Playbook Podcast. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was last week's live Q&A from our live podcast, Are You Born With Grit? Or can you develop it today for episode number 753? Why is it so hard to express your truth? We have been talking about this quite often because you hear a lot of people talk about the law of attraction. And this is something I don't think I've ever heard anybody really talk about. The law of attraction cannot and will not work if you do not speak your truth, because if you do not speak your truth, you're jeffing the law of attraction. Yeah. And we're going to talk today about why we have struggled with expressing our truth in the past and maybe why you do and how you can overcome that and improve it. Because at the end of the day, if you're not living in your own truth and expressing your truth and the people around you don't know the truth. So you're really holding yourself back in a lot of different ways. There's so many ways to go with this episode, but I think the best way to open it up is fear of judgment, fear of not belonging, fear of being disliked, fear of not being loved. And I've told my clients, I said this uh, with a new client recently. I, I got a new client recently that's very, very, very successful online. And He's an awesome guy. And I, I said, I, I just want to be upfront. I tell my clients this. I say, I am afraid to be disliked. I am afraid to appear arrogant. I am afraid to not belong. I am afraid to be not loved. And I'm just going to say that up front. But I need to you to know that like in this coaching, no one grows from, from mistruths or false truth, truths. The only way to grow is to... I remember I had a coach early on tell me, Alan... People who succeed at the highest level in any arena are the people who can handle the most truth. And so I'll give you an example of a hard truth that's really difficult and uncomfortable to talk about. I used to have a drinking problem. Until I admitted that, I couldn't fix it. I couldn't solve it. You're not going to fix a problem you don't admit you have. Uh, Kevin and I were on the beach yesterday. And the truth of the matter is, is that neither one of us is in that great a shape compared to what we have been in the past when it comes to being lean on the beach. Mm-hmm. And and if we're not willing to look at that truth and to, to admit that truth, of course we're not going to raise our standards. And so for me, I, I told Emilia this on after this trip, I'm going to basically um, really dial things in, in terms of my meal prepping and my consistency of mobility and, you know, cardio and then, you know, weight training. But if I wasn't, if I just wanted to kid myself of like, no, 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 no this is pretty good. Like this it, the, the truth from my perspective, my truth is that I'm not where I want to be and that's okay. I'm going to get better. And 
I think people's relationship to giving tough truths to themselves and to others makes them very uncomfortable. And I definitely, you know, I struggle with this. I think my relationship to giving myself difficult truths is very positive. Uh, It's gotten certainly more positive ever since the car accident at 26. When I got all the truth at once of my regrets and decision-making paradigm. But now what I'm working on every single day is expressing my truth to other people in a way that not only is effective and communicated accurately to what I really think, feel, and believe, but like I'm uncomfortable making other people uncomfortable and I definitely am working on that. Do you think any part of your uncomfortableness with making other people uncomfortable is because of how honest you are with yourself? In terms of like, you're really honest with yourself. Like brutally honest. And I love it. I love it. But I didn't always love getting the feedback. Right? At one point it was like a lot. Do you think you don't know how to filter the truth? You know what I mean? Because you don't really filter the truth with yourself. It's a great point. So what you mean is like, if I'm not giving myself truths in a way that's more palatable, yeah. I'm probably not good at doing it for Pro- other people. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe. I think that's part of it for sure. I, I, I also think another part of it is I can sense insecurity. Mm. And I think the other piece of it is that maybe people don't need it. Or, or, or maybe that's my false belief is like, oh, well, Kevin doesn't want what I want, so he doesn't value this truth i think that's it's i think that's pretty on point though genuinely because it's one of those things of like if somebody is and again i'm not i'm not saying you would do this but if somebody is out of shape very out of shape then there's there's a level of truth that they need to get to go from where they are to the next step for sure and i just think it's i know for me it's because i'm afraid number one i don't want there to be any confrontation and number two, I don't want somebody to believe that while I'm trying to help them from a potential higher level of awareness, I don't want them to think I'm trying to hurt them. Exactly. Of getting that insecure. Because I've been there, of course, when you've given me you've given me a difficult truth, my insecurity forces me to fight back. It, instead of taking it, it's like I there's a confrontation that I'm try- I got to try to win because I don't want to lose the confrontation, obviously. And then I might say something unkind or I might say something out of the realm of normalcy for me. In order to stop it like um to take it to take the feedback from my to put it back on you right like how dare you how dare you son of a bee it's interesting because i don't know if you can change without i know you can't you can we created this today kevin um came up with it so one of our mentors taught us something called arc awareness responsibility commitment and it's fire but we created our arc so so aware, new awareness, step one, new awareness, which is, by the way, n- more truth, yep. accurate information. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, then it's re- taking responsibility for that truth. Okay. So Kevin and I went to the beach yesterday um, in Florida, and this is the first time we've been to the beach. Uh, this is the first time I've been to the beach in a year and eight months. Same. Okay. Probably maybe more. Maybe more. Since I don't, I don't even think I've been to the beach since before COVID. So it's yeah. two years now or almost two years. Okay. So new awareness of self. I look, you know the way that I, what I believe to be good in my mirror at home when I do that whole naked truth thing. But in the beach, it's a different game. And Kevin took a video of me. Again, this is relatable for everybody because you've all seen yourself in a photo or a video and been like, ah, crap. It was a, a wild, what was it? A, a oh. wild Jeff in his natural habitat. <laughs> it was Alan frolicking in the ocean. Yeah, it was awesome. And I saw my back from a, a camera 
on the beach and I realize that my back is, you know, not as cut or as lean as I, as it has been in the past. So new awareness of self. That's the first step. New awareness of self. The second is responsibility. It is whose responsibility is it to be in the shape that I want to be in? Yours? Mine. Only mine. Yours right? and yours alone. It's not the gym's fault. It's not McDonald's fault. It's not, you know, Kevin's fault for making me work so hard at NLU. Like it's, it's my fault, right? It is what it is. So that part's hard for people. Um, and then commitment. Am I committed or not to making these changes to be better? And then strategy. S is strategy. So A-R-C-S-O. Awareness, responsibility, commitment, strategy. Strategy is, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to eat differently? Am I going to work out more? Am I going to do more cardio or less cardio? Am I going to am I going to do more mobility or less mobility? What's the strategy? What are my calories going to be at? Am I going to stay in a cut longer than I thought? That's for sure one of the pieces. I'm going to definitely cut longer because normally we we do a um, bulk or a reverse diet in the winter where we build muscle. But I'm going to stay in a cut longer. That's for sure. And then oh, when you do implement the new strategy, you get new opportunities. So. And when you get new opportunities, a lot of times what happens is you forget about the strategy that got you there. Um, but what you're supposed to do is when you get a new opportunity, you're supposed to go learn and then re-get new awareness, re-take responsibility, recommit, and then re-strategize so that you get to that next level of opportunities, yeah. right? And in this case, because we're talking about a physique, maybe if you're out there and you're single, maybe you're out there and you're single, and I'll be quick. You see a photo of you that you're that's unflattering, okay? That's new awareness. Okay, take responsibility. You know what? Maybe I haven't been going to the gym as often as I want to. Awesome. Okay, commit. Are you committed to doing what it takes? Yes. Okay, strategize. I'm going to go to the gym for an hour instead of 45 minutes, and I'm going to do it six days a week instead of five. Awesome. And I'm going to eat a little bit less. Great. Now you have a new opportunity. Let's say you're single. Now you have a new opportunity. You, you attract someone you couldn't have attracted before because they have higher physique standards or whatever. Mm-hmm. In that new opportunity, now you learn stuff that you never learned before, not only about yourself, but about fitness. Now that new awareness, now you recommit, or you, you have new awareness, you re-take responsibility, you recommit, you re-strategize, and then you get the opportunity again. And this is how you get to the next level, next level, next level, next level. Kevin and I are at an event right now and we're getting new awareness of ourselves and new awareness of this industry. And we're going to have to re, you know, take responsibility, recommit, re-strategize, and then we're going to get to the next level. And it's going to happen over and over and over again. Do you remember when we did that photo shoot? The We were in Florida and you yeah. and I were dieting for a photo shoot. Oh, that, yeah. That's a great example of this. In So Alan and I, were we lived in Florida for a month, a couple of Decembers ago. And Alan was like, hey, I'm doing a photo shoot when we get home. It was like February fourth or fifth or something he's like you should do it it'll be good content i was like all right cool i'm like i feel like i'm pretty lean right now like i can just diet for a month it'll be fine and i'm like taking progress pictures and i'm like yeah i'm okay like everything's gonna be fine and then we do the photo shoot and i was like cool everything's great like these pictures are gonna be fire and then you see the content it's like this is terrible like from my perspective of, right. of my standards yeah. i'm not gonna use these like this isn't a good representation of what i'm capable Shoot- of and shooting for yeah so that awareness what you do with a responsibility, that's kind like we all are going to, and this might be part of it too. Giving feedback to somebody is giving a new level of awareness. I don't always know that they are ready to take on the responsibility of what that new awareness means. Right. This, and most people aren't. Under, yeah. And I can understand that. So at points, not always, because sometimes it's like, look, 
and this is the beauty of being a coach. You're literally paying me for to give you new awareness and to help you take responsibility and, and stay committed and then strategize and give you. So it's perfect. It works well. But if somebody doesn't proactively ask for feedback, it's hard to like, because it's hard to give it because you and I are in an echo chamber of self-improvement. Mm-hmm. What does somebody do if they're out there right now and it's their it's their partner or their parent or a friend or you know a relative and they're not into self-improvement like they might be one of those people who says like what do you why do you listen to this podcast like what do they do for you what do they do in terms of that communication without overstepping a boundary i have a client recently who told me that her ex thought that this whole thing was kind of like a cult and that that this client was being brainwashed by me. It, she is in a good way. In a good way, brainwashed yeah. to be more successful. Drink the, higher, higher, drink yeah. the good coolie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> brainwashed to believing in herself. Right, which is a great thing. Which is a great thing. Um, what does someone do if if they're with someone who's like that? I who changed my seating before the next episode? My back is is breaking it's, slowly. It's hurting. It's not comfortable. I actually kind of like this this um, right here. If you watch me on YouTube, I'm probably hunched over. Yeah, that's not great. So. Some people don't have a belief that they can change, and because of that, they avoid all feedback. Yeah. Uh, and or they've let themselves down so many times that they don't want to look in the mirror. And you and I, with our families, and you just have to understand, like, if someone doesn't have big goals, I remember... I remember, when was it? Someone said, like, it's okay if you don't have big goals. I don't agree with that anymore. And and here's why. Because if you have low goals, you don't need new awareness. And if you don't have new awareness, you won't get amazing, incredible results. The quality of your life, if you're out there listening, is a byproduct of your standards. If you, if you for example, if you want to, drive the nicest car in the world versus driving a piece of crap car that's a standard one person's going to figure out how to make enough money to drive the nicest car in the world the other person's going to be okay with driving a piece of crap car the experience this is an analogy but the experience of driving in a you know mercedes amg gtr did i get it right work yeah yeah. got it it's actually i think i'm switching it so i'll have to give you the new the new car okay i appreciate it it's that's kevin's dream car so the experience of driving that dream car down this boardwalk in florida Mm -hmm. by the ocean is going to be way better than driving a clunker that is an analogy for someone's life if you have low standards for what you drive you probably have a crappy driving experience if you have low standards for yourself in life aka low goals you're going to have a crappier experience. And and that's why I just, I can't, I can't believe in low, aiming low. I can't, I, I'm, you know, if you're at four piece, you're against war. I'm for aiming high. I just am. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you're not aiming high and you're around people who aren't aiming high, it's going to be hard to give them truth because there's a seemingly no upside. And I think the other thing too, and one of my fears is people don't, I'm afraid to give somebody a truth that they're already insecure about yeah. because I'm afraid to get a truth that I'm already insecure about. Interesting. Yeah, for That's sure. a couple layers deep. For sure. A shameless plug too. These guys are the absolute real deal. For anyone who's listening to this, Kevin and Alan are the realest guys. They're going to go so far and they're so early in their journey still because I just know how far they have to go. And everything that they teach, everything that they preach and they're doing is the same exact stuff 
top of the top guys are doing. They literally have mimicked it to a T. So I absolutely shameless plug for those guys. They have all the greatest intentions to just simply help people grow and want to accomplish their dreams. And so I absolutely just want to want to say that and, and, and let you guys know that you guys are doing an incredible job with everything that you guys are doing for just the, the community that you guys are building. And, you know, I love to see it and, you know, I can't wait to be able to do more stuff with you guys. In terms of you, what do you think is your biggest challenge to get? You and I suck at this, in my opinion, with love. I, <laughs> Kevin's looking at the camera. Interesting. I don't think I'm good at this. When people are paying me for it, I'm great. I'm like coaching. You're paying me for it feedback. Difficult, I'm, I'm terrible yeah. at this. Yeah, I'm, I'm not good okay. at this. Yeah, I'm, I'm good, good at giving this. difficult Unless truths you're to me. clients. Yeah, and we're, yeah, but that's... That's a cop. Right, like, that's like saying, like, when you're in the gym with me, I'm really good at, you know, squatting. Right, right. But when we're not in the gym, I can't do it. So that was a terrible analogy. <laughs> so, Kev, you and I, let's be honest. I, I admit it. I am not good at giving difficult truths to people. Likewise. Okay. Why aren't we good at that? Why aren't you good at that? I don't want to hurt somebody. Same. I don't want to hurt somebody. And I don't want it, like, I just, I use the analogy with Taryn, like my my fiance, I can say that now. My fiance, Taryn, loves when I give her truths. But it's like, I can say that, right? By the way. Yeah. <laughs> You can't say I can't wait. You have to say I'm look forward I to look the day. I look forward to the day. Let's get yeah. rid of that scarcity out of here. Man. <laughs> no here. scarcity allowed. See, I, he just gave me a difficult truth. I, I'm afraid <laughs> that I'm going to, particularly in my intimate relationship, I'm afraid I'm going to give a feedback that scars and that's like doesn't get forgotten. Like I don't want to do that. I don't want to trigger. I don't want to be like, I give some sort of difficult truth that stays with the rest of the relationship. You've done that in the past. Um, yeah. with relationships yeah. you told me about one in particular yeah um, yeah, yeah is I, that the fear i this part of it yeah yeah it's part of it because are you willing to share that yeah yeah when i was how old was i i was still i think i just i had graduated i don't know i was probably like 18 or 19 it's a long the whole thing's a long story but my girlfriend in high school her mom actually abandoned her and her mom like left so she ended up moving in with me and my family because she had nowhere to go hmm. and i was like literally 18 years old 19 years old. She was going to college. Like she put her, put herself through college. It was amazing. But I, I was very into fitness back then. I was training jujitsu like four times a week and she wasn't into fitness. And I got very frustrated by that. And I didn't know how to communicate that. And I remember we were having a conversation. And again, this goes back to the embarrassing. Sometimes your past is embarrassing. I said, Hey, I just feel like you've let yourself go a little bit. Don't say that to your partner. Cause that's not constructive that's more destructive than anything and that was a huge that was a huge reason that we didn't last for sure was for sure the, what would you say now if you could go back what, what would um, be constructive feedback because that's the key truth that's constructive is is the focus on this episode yeah i think it would be more along the lines of hey i know how much you value um physical activity and being physically capable and i think that's something that you and i could put more time into together i'd really enjoy that experience if we got to do that together it's just, it's a, it's a softer way of saying, hey, I know you haven't been as focused on this, but this is also the, the other important thing. And I'm glad I prefaced with what she was going on in her life. She literally was like homeless almost. Yeah. So that wasn't her main priority. So the feedback I should have given would, it should have been completely different. Right. And I think that's just, it's just an important distinction of like the feedback you give somebody, if you don't know what they're going through, it could trigger some sort of insecurity that you don't know. Um, uh, what I think is you have to practice on people that are good at taking feedback. You and I, I'm good at taking it now better than I've ever been. I'm For getting, sure. I'm getting sure. better. Yeah. You, you're really good at it. Genuinely. I say it's like training wheels. I can pretty much say anything to you. 
Really, it's it's really easy. <laughs> but find somebody, find somebody in your life who you can trust, in that you have from experience seen that they take feedback really well. Is there anything you haven't said to me that that you want me to do, you want to do this now? <laughs> um, I'm probably, but not because I'm afraid to. It's probably because I just haven't thought of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I don't really hide anything. Why is it that I? Because that's interesting. Because you you're so growth oriented. You have to know the truth. You have to know as close to the truth as humanly possible in order to get what you want. Right. And where other people, it's almost like, it's almost like you're turning a light on something that they didn't want to see. And now, and this, this might be your experience if you're listening, or this might be a fear. You turn a light on to something that they didn't want to see. Now that's revealed that they don't, know what to do with or yeah. want to do with it or that they can do anything about it yeah that's the thing that i think it's almost like if you have maggots in your basement but you don't know nothing about houses and you don't you have to redo the entire foundation right. but yet you have no idea how to and and you don't even know if you can mm. and yet you're you come in and you're like hey by the way there's maggots it's yeah. like you just wanted to ignore it yeah it's it's really difficult i don't know the analogies today i know maggots in the basement i just don't know uh, um, I have one person in particular and I'll keep it anonymous of course but like they don't believe they can change and I because of that it's so hard for I me think to coexist that's, that's pretty common again you and I it's are a in, fixed mindset yeah you and I are in an echo chamber where anything is possible for anybody at any time to, to a degree obviously right and if you're again that might not be your experience if you're watching this or listening you might you might have people in your life you're if you listen to Next Level University and you're an early entrepreneur who wants to do your own thing, the people in your life probably think you're crazy to some to <laughs> yeah. some degree. Yeah. And that's why you listen to us because I don't think you're crazy. I don't think you're crazy at all. I think you're very, very intelligent right. for that. That so, makes a lot of sense. So <laughs> the feedback that you're going to get from us, the hard truth, the difficult truth, is based on that of like, I know you can change. But it's also... It, I don't know. I think it has to what kind of What was it of like be, to not believe you could change? The feedback was, it was just like holes. It was just like, oh, that's, that's another slice. It's not constructive unless you can construct upon it. Right. And if How you, do you shift that? How does someone shift that? A, long, a lot of work. When did you find out you could change? You know what I mean? Um, I think after I started learning. After I started learning and I was like, oh, I can like, in this conversation, I can use something I learned. Like, that's cool. Like, I can add value to this conversation because of something I learned last week. That, I think when that started happening, but that took me probably, from the time I started this, it probably took me like two years to understand that. It's interesting. Now more than ever, I, I understand it, but there's still like, there's still feedback that's hard to take. Like what? Um, remember, I remember somebody... Somebody left us a review that said like, Kevin, when you scream into the microphone at the beginning, I hate it. And it's like terrible. Yeah. Kind of. I don't think that was the exact thing. But like I got super insecure Which you that. did, by the way, on the, on the intro just just this time. Yeah. But only, it's because you changed it. I did. Yeah. By the way, I changed it because I, I want, I realize that now more than ever, um, I want to be as 
inclusive as humanly possible. Taryn is so so supportive and leading the way for me on that. Emilia as well. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. And I understand that maybe you're you don't identify as a lady or gentleman. So I'm, I'm trying to make this as inclusive as as possible. First time ever doing it after 750 episodes. You know, we did the hyperconscious podcast for the first whatever 350. You or reverted to your training. I reverted to my training. So I apologize <laughs> if I blew so your if, eardrums if out. If you were yeah. the person who left that review, I apologize if I blew your eardrums <laughs> out. I'm trying to get better, but think of it. That was a difficult truth for me because I'm the podcast expert. Like I'm supposed to know everything. I'm not supposed to make so it's identity mistakes. issue. I think that's part of it. The thing that's interesting too is like, and I love you. If you left that review, I do love you. I no no hard feelings. I just got triggered. And at the end of the day, and this is what I I personally wanted to bring to the table in this episode is like, what inspires one person will repel another. When I I'll give you an example right now. I'll do it. Um, if you're out of shape, I don't think it's okay. That. Anyone listening right now, you either like me more or less in that moment mm. because you either resonate with me more or less. I don't think it's okay. I think everyone should aspire to be more in shape. I think it's healthy and I think it's wonderful. Now, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. You know, I have compassion. I was out of shape for years and years and years, right? And maybe maybe the context is important because I've been there. It was, it was terrible. Um, I think it is important. It is important. Because if somebody looks at you now, they might be like, oh, what a dick for talking. Right. 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 That's it why is. It's Context so is so important. And that's another thing about my truth that I tell. I should talk about how I used to suffer in these ways and how I changed it rather than like you being out of shape isn't okay. So like I had a, a close friend of mine who was really, really getting there in terms of their weight. They were very, very obese. And I got scared and like, you know, I was truthful about that. And I think a lot of people danced around it because he was so insecure about it. But it's like, you could save someone's life by telling them, hey man, like, you should, you gotta stop. This is not okay. This is bad. Like, I have a friend of mine who I, I really want to bring this to. Um, He's, you know, really let himself go. And and I wonder to myself, like, is there a way to be cruel to be kind? And And what I mean by that is not being cruel, but like, listen, like, I don't know if anyone else has talked to you about this, but like you've really gained like 60 or 70 pounds since I last saw you like a year ago. And like, do you realize that like you're not going to be here for your child mm. if you keep this up? Like statistically speaking, like you can look this up. Like you're 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 not on a the, the healthier trajectory. Your chances of a heart attack go up drastically when you are obese. And so just understand everything you say, think, do, feel, and believe especially what you say and do is going to inspire or repel. If you were to be drinking whiskey right now, it's okay. Nothing against Kev. I, that would repel me slightly. Put it this way. It wouldn't inspire me. You drinking water right now inspires me. That's a reflection of me, not you. That's a good point. And so I think you have to live in your truth if you want the law of attraction to work. And the very last thing I'll say, sorry, is, is at a wedding, if Kevin and I start talking about our favorite book, I start talking about the compound effect. Harry and, Potter 3. <laughs> what is your favorite book? Uh, my favorite book. <sighs> What's my favorite book? It's interesting because you're not going to, nobody would, uh, probably Crushing It <laughs> by Gary Vee. I love it. I yeah. love that book. Hell yeah. Okay, cool. So anyone who loves Gary Vee is going to be like, ah, oh, Kev, right? Inspired right now. I was on the phone with a guy named Brian and he had the compound effect in the background and I knew. I was like, ooh, love it. And then he literally turned to the, his closet. He had a bunch of copies. He's like, I give all my friends copies. Him and I immediately connected on that. If if you watch The Bachelorette, which you might, and I say I don't like The Bachelorette, you immediately have less rapport with me. Mm. 
we have to be ourselves and we have to have the courage to be ourselves and we have to be truthful for the law of attraction to work. And that's, that's what I'll end with is what inspires one person will repel another and you have to be okay with that. Get over this fear of not belonging because the, the you trying to fit in everywhere is, is making you not fit in anywhere. It's last thing I'll say, we're at, we're at this event and one of the things we, they didn't talk about it because it, yet, I'm sure they will, but it's in the book is when it comes to getting clients and I'll, I'll relay this to, to our point, but there's ready now, there's ready later, there's one other one. I don't know. Do you never going to be ready now or later. There, there's two other ones. Oh, one okay. of them's never. I don't know what the other one is. Okay. Maybe it's like we'll be ready with, I don't know, certain actions or something. But understand that some people aren't ready right now for a certain level of truth. Some people need the truth to take certain action. Maybe somebody right now is ready for the truth and the truth is going to catapult them to another level. This is what I'll preface or whatever the postus, preface is before, postus is maybe after. I don't know if that's a word, but it is now. You might end up looking like the bad person. For, For a time. But you're also creating the truth of whether or not these people filter out or magnetize in. Some people do filter out before they magnetize back in. For sure. But at least they know your truth. And they'll filter out, and then if they magnetize back in, it's because they'll look back and be like, oh, that person actually had my best interests in hand, in heart. Yeah. And then the relationship actually will probably be tighter than it was in the beginning. That's why it's so important. If you struggle, really dig dig in to what the actual cause of that is. You're afraid to be judged based on your truth. You're afraid to hurt somebody else. You're afraid they're going to hurt you in return. You're growing up. You were told to keep your mouth shut and just go with the flow. Like really dig into why you're afraid to give hard truths and allow yourself to practice small, little by little, incrementally. You don't have to, you know, give it all at once, but just practice. It's like yeah. anything else. It's practice. And there's one more fear and then we'll go because we got we to go. The fear too might be you aren't you don't believe in your yourself enough in terms of your ability to communicate accurately. That's, that's like a good one. My yeah. inability to communicate the truth in a way that's palatable for the other person. Emilia told me that once. She's like, sometimes I think that maybe you don't tell me things that I do want to know because you don't believe enough in your own ability to communicate them accurately. So that's another one. I do that. Um, but we got to run. So if you're out there right now and you want more challenging truths that will help you grow, and I'm just going to say that, I will help you grow. I help my clients align with their highest self, align their businesses with their highest self and grow and scale. Like you will become more successful in my orbit. That's I'm here to maximize my own potential and help you do the same. Please reach out. I love that. If you have a podcast, and you want to make some money off of it, please reach out to me. Uh, At the end of the day, everybody wants to get their voice out there and they want to give their message, but not everybody has the ability to make a business around their voice. We've been able to do that. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful to say this is our job and we're at work right now. You can have the same life. It will not be easy. It will take a lot of difficult truths, but I know I can help you do it and I would love to. Next Level Nation, our next episode is... Well, I'm very excited for this because I, it's, I've been able to do a lot of homework. Uh, we're going to talk about the top few things I've learned from binge-watching Shark Tank. Oh, yeah. So if you're an entrepreneur, an early entrepreneur, please, please tune in for that episode because I've watched a lot of Shark Tank. And now with a newer, higher awareness of business, I understand things at a, to a greater extent. So tune in for that episode. That will be tomorrow. And as always, we appreciate you. We're grateful for you. And we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you tomorrow.
Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. One podcast episode can change your life forever. If you got value from this episode, please share it with someone you care about deeply. And we will talk to you on the next one.